0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Let's Detox. For this episode, we have a very special guest, Tina, also known as Shima, who is a recording artist and producer based in LA. So why don't we kick it off with a self-introduction? Go ahead, Tina.
1: My name's Tina, but I go by Shima. I sing and produce and engineer also. I make my own music and I record it and I put it out. And I recently... Got signed this management called 3MA, which is the same as Miyachi, the rapper, and this girl, DJ Naoka. Wow. She goes by N-squared. Nice.
2: Congratulations. Thank yeah, you. Congrats. Where are you um, currently living in?
1: So I live in LA now, in Woodland Hills. But right now, currently, I'm in Tokyo, just visiting for a little over a month, actually. Mm. Like, our primary objective for this trip was to do a couple of shows, like the one I'm doing tonight, and also film a music video.
2: Oh, wow. So oh we already God. did that. We always ask this to everyone who we interview, but we don't know currently how the situation situation is in LA, but how is corona there? It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Everything is closed.
1: You still, like, there's still, you can't go anywhere without a mask. I mean, that's the same here, but... Grocery stores really limit how many people can be inside at once. So there's always a line outside of grocery stores, like Trader Joe's and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's annoying. And yeah, there's there's like no parties, no no concerts, nothing. Wow. So it's a <laughs> lot more fun here. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also but probably more dangerous.
2: It's okay. Wear a mask, guys. That's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, here is very unknown, I feel like. But <laughs> other than Corona, how is it living in LA?
1: Other than Corona, I really like living in LA. I still think Tokyo is my favorite city. That I actually I've only lived in three cities so <laughs> tokyo is still my favorite but what's nice about la is that there's a lot of nature and mm. there's everything is big so our apartment is big mm. you know most apartments come with pools and big like balconies and so i i, I don't feel claustrophobic which i often do mm. in tokyo yeah, makes yeah.
2: Sense. so when you when you were back in la did you ever miss japan i mean you, you can't you obviously you do because it's your home but what about tokyo did you miss friends i have so many more friends in
1: tokyo than anywhere else and because everyone knows everyone in tokyo Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's a good and a bad thing but what i really like about that is anytime i go out and i meet someone we end up having like 20 mutual friends so Mm -hmm. it's like really easy to make new friends because when when you meet someone there's already who speaks english especially there's already Mm -hmm. a big chance that you guys have a lot in common and a lot of mutual friends That's
2: so true.
1: It just feels like one giant friend group. True. Mm -hmm. Where George is the epicenter. So (laughs) true.
2: Oh my god! I met you through George, and I had no idea we were friends with Arena. Like really good friends with Arena. So I was like, oh Mm -hmm. my god, it's so crazy. Mm -hmm. So so such a small world.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: So going into
0: your music career, how do you Mm -hmm. come up with the name Shima?
1: It was it was kind of random actually. (laughs) Um, one time I was hanging out with Diane in Okinawa. Diane, uh, is my friend. And we used to be in a girl group together in high school. But we were hanging out with her and her mom in Okinawa. And her mom was, like, packing us lunch. Mm. And she looked at us and she was like, Do you want a Shima banana? Mm. And we were like, What is that? And then she pulled out this tiny banana (laughs) that was, like, three inches long. And she was like, (laughs) This is a Shima banana. <laughs> you know, the bananas from the island. So oh. I guess that's what Okinawans call like, You know, like the Manzan? I think they're called like Manzano bananas. Or oh, something? yeah.
2: It's you like- know the tiny? Yeah, they have them in the Philippines too. They, they yeah, wrap exactly. it up and they fry it. Uh, banana lumpia. Yeah, <gasps> yeah oh it's God. really so, sweet. Okay. It's really good. Yeah,
1: it's like way sweeter than a normal banana. Yeah, a little bit more starchier.
2: Oh. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's like harder? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no. I wouldn't say, <laughs> just depends on the ripeness. <laughs> Come on, guys. We're laughing at bananas right now.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, got it. Um,
2: but anyway, sweeter. so,
1: yeah, and smaller and cuter. <laughs> so I was like, this is so cute. like, shima banana just means, il- shima means island, right? So it just means island banana. Mm-hmm. So I thought I just thought it was a cute name and like no one that like no one's used this name before, you know, was a name that wasn't taken. So I decided to Mm -hmm. to start calling myself that like release music under that. And then Mm -hmm. when I met Shaka, my current manager, who's the head of 3MA, the, you know, the management that I'm signed with now, he kind of asked me before, you know, we I released my first song like through them, he kind of asked me like, look, do you think you want to be shima banana when you're 30 you know when you're 35 mm-hmm. it kind of sounds a little kodama boy like it mm-hmm. sounds a little cute you know maybe a little childish mm-hmm. so i was like yeah that's a good point so i dropped the banana and just became shima
2: wow nice. sorry that was
0: kind of long but no yeah. that was really interesting
2: <laughs> yeah
0: so do you introduce yourself as shima whenever you meet like music producers and
1: yeah, so if I'm just, like, meeting friends and stuff, like, I'll I'll say Tina, but if I'm in mm. a, like, more professional kind of networking setting, then I'll say Shima.
2: Damn. I know. <laughs> That's cool.
0: So how did you get into pursuing music? I remember the first time I saw you sing or I heard you sing was when I went to your concert or, like, no, like, a musical back in, like, sixth grade. <laughs> Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) Um. So yeah, I was in like the Middle School Musical, and I guess there was a scout from Avex, which is a big record label here in Japan. Like there was an Avex scout sitting in the audience, looking for half half halfy talent, so like Mm. mixed race kids who who can sing. And I guess he got interested in me, so he reached out to my parents and was like, "We want to have her audition." So I auditioned, and then I worked with AVEX for probably a total of four years, I want to say. It was like pretty much all of high school. I worked with AVEX, training with them. But then when, it was, when I was about 18 and all my friends were starting to apply to college and stuff, I kind of had to make a decision. Do I stay in Japan, keep working with AVEX, or do I go to college and, you know pursue my own thing and it was a tough choice but I decided to go to college and mm-hmm. study music engineering and computer engineering so that's kind of where I had had an interest in songwriting and production before that but when I went to college was really when I acquired like the technical skills to make my own music mm-hmm. and not have to rely on a label to, you know, do everything for you.
2: I feel like it was the right choice because whenever I see your stories on Instagram, it's actually so interesting, like the way that you produce music. Cause, oh, really? Yeah, I, I like that's why I'm like, oh, my God, like that's so cool what Tina's doing, because I am so like I like even like editing our um. Podcast, it's hard enough. So, it's doing seeing what you're doing, I'm just like, okay, like if she can do it, then I can do at least this, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you find it interesting because I never know like if people f- will get bored when I no. post that kind of stuff. It's yeah. actually really interesting. That's no, that's really good to know because I try I try not to post stuff like that too what? often because I well because it's Instagram, you know. Like huh. people don't go on Instagram to see technical videos; they go to see like butts <laughs> <laughs> and boobs. fitness and fitness videos you know like I don't, like cats like so I'm so
2: dead oh my god that's funny I,
1: I, I'm i like I don't know if I should like nerd out on Instagram but um I'm now that you say this um because that's the kind of content that I want to post you yeah. know and you but should just not, yeah so I I will yeah I
2: really I, so. I find it really amazing yeah cool. so that's definitely good to know see more yeah so i guess like leading up to the next question is like what insp- i mean you kind of touched base a little bit what inspired you to get into music you know i i understand that you auditioned when you were uh to Avex when you were younger but is that what you wanted to pursue ever since you were like a little girl
1: i've always loved singing mm. since i was a kid and dancing I- i'm named tina after tina turner oh, so mm. my mom loves music and she oh. I-, I grew up listening to like beyonce christina aguilera you know Shakira whatever so like I was always like singing and stuff as a kid but I, I did not think that I could pursue it professionally until the AVEX stuff happened before mm-hmm. then I was like look every little kid wants to be a professional soccer player but like how many people actually make it you know so I was like even from a ki- as a kid I was like realistic very practical with my with my goals So I was like I'll probably end up being a professor or something.
2: <laughs> I mean, you I knew know? we were smart. I, do you remember Eric? He was, he was. Yeah, of course. F- right. So he, I, I don't know if you know this, Irina, but Eric was my friend too. And he, Talked mm-hmm. to me about Tina so much. He like really respected you all Aww. the time. And I was like, oh my god, Aww. I have to meet her. And lo and behold, you knew George. I was like, hi. So I kind of <laughs> knew you a little bit beforehand, but I didn't want to say it. But I'm like, now that we're like kind of accla- like acquainted with each other, now I can say it. But he was like, do you know how smart she is? She is so smart that she graduated early, like a semester early. And I'm like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't graduate a semester early because I was smart. I graduated a semester
1: <laughs> early because I was. I was like with Avex, so. Uh. I I I could I was allowed to leave for you know to pursue my career yeah I'm doing quotation marks (laughs) um because right after I graduated I quit AVEX anyway so you
2: say that but like whenever I visit TAC I always see you in the corner of the restaurant like studying do you know like there's like this buffet area that she's always like studying I'm like I think that's Tina like whispering to my friend he's like go say have Like no she's like studying
1: <laughs> no no yeah that i I was me and melanie uno yes i know uh, oh we, my god we always went to tack and we just we we would order hella food <laughs> and just sit there and study and like stress eat
0: <laughs> oh my god so what would you say your overall genre is
1: yeah this is hard because the kind of music that i i like listening to in my free time is also if people were like what kind of music do you like listening to I kinda started to realize that most of the music I like is actually a blend of genres. So Mm. the artists that I like really blend genres together well. And which is why I think why I like them because they sound so you can't pin you can't box them in. But I would say that at the core of all of my songs, the one thing that is consistent among all my songs is that they're all they all have very electronic elements. Mm-hmm. And that's just because of how I produce. I don't I don't really play any instruments, so everything that I do is with my MIDI keyboard, mm-hmm. which means, like, wow. I'm not playing, like, real guitar or real drums. I'm triggering notes, like, synthesized notes from my keyboard. So mm-hmm. they are all electronic, but within, like, within electronic, you can have electronic pop, you can have, like, electronic dance, electronic R&B, you know, so... Within that like larger yeah. umbrella, I I I, mm. I don't think I wanna just stick to one genre. genre. Mm. Yeah, mm. so I, I would say electronic pop, R and B, but dance, mm. dance too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I really yeah. liked your single with um popcorn. That was really amazing. I was like, oh my god. I remember oh, when George you. sent me it. He was like, yo, guess who the vocals are? I'm like, it says <laughs> Tina. I mean, it says Shiva. Like, it's Tina. <laughs> like, he's like, oh yeah, duh. <laughs> oh my god so i asked this to a few artists that we also uh interviewed as well but is there a difference between being tina and then being shima yeah
1: yeah because tina is is me right but shima is i guess like a product Mm. i suppose Mm. um it's a brand you know Mm -hmm. artists have to have a brand these days they have to have like a consistent aesthetic and sound and message if you will so tina is is just me and shima is probably like the more polished you know version of you the, the more yeah the, the more the more polished marketable version of me <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you've released a couple of great songs so far which song has been your favorite to write and record hmm probably machine Mm -hmm. oh
1: i love that song thank you um (laughs) i think it was the most fun because first of all i have a feature artist on it miyachi Mm -hmm. so it was fun being able to work with another person and kind of like bounce ideas off of them and get like feedback from someone other than my boyfriend and it was also the first song i put out on my own like no, mm. I put out like the Bobcorn EP before that but they produced that and they mixed it and everything so I just did the vocals mm-hmm. but Machine was the first song where I'd, I did everything from start to finish of course Miyachi wrote his own verse and stuff but mm-hmm. the track and the mixing and the editing and all that stuff so that was I, I'm, I'm still like really proud of it
0: <laughs> yeah like yeah. I thought it was really relatable the mm. message Behind the song of kind of being a machine at work and kind of yeah yeah, that's spot on the message, mm. especially in Japan.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I guess that yeah. kind of leads to the next question I wanted to ask. From what I understood, you write your own lyrics. So, do you wh- what type of message do you try to portray in all the, all the songs that you do? Well, each song, I, I
1: obviously has a different message, but. Of course the thing that I'm kind of trying to do differently than other a lot of other artists is I'm, I try not to write love songs mm. because I just think that there's a lot of love songs out there already mm-hmm. like everyone is writing love songs and I, I, I just think that there's a lot more topics that we can sing about and we can write yeah. about so I don't really have like one one message or one theme other than they're just not love songs <laughs>
2: that's great though literally (laughs) anything else
1: (laughs) that doesn't mean i won't write i won't ever write a love song ever Mm -hmm. but i just don't want that to be like the main thing you know
0: yeah yeah and you're just starting out your career what Mm -hmm. has been the biggest challenge so far and how have you overcome it probably time management
1: because before when i had you know like a typical nine to nine to six job my time was managed for me, you know? Yeah. Every, like, minute of my day was, like, planned out. And I had to do it, because otherwise there was a boss who would get, you know, who would get <laughs> mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not who, but, like... But now, <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm managing my own schedule, mm-hmm. and there's, like, no concept of, like, a weekend anymore. There's no start of the workday, end of the workday. Like, tonight, for example, I have this show at Ageha. It's like two in the morning. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, like.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, time and and it's, yeah. Be like getting up and working even when you don't feel like it and there's no one to actually get mad at you if you don't Mm -hmm. is challenging. But I still prefer having control of my schedule over the nine to five Monday through Friday schedule. So,
0: Mm -hmm. because you get to do what you really like to do.
1: Yeah, and I, I I I can actually work when I'm my body is like and my mind is like the most like ready for it. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally know what you mean. Like no one wants to wake up at like eight AM on a Monday. Yeah, exactly. Morning. Exactly. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Like like I know when I'm being productive. But mm-hmm. when you're at when you're when you have like a set schedule, it doesn't matter if you feel productive or not. Mm. you know
2: yeah makes sense so where do you see your career or your music goals in the next five years for Shima
1: I want to write more songs in Japanese Mm. and I really I really want to start making more like videos and stuff in Japanese too like I Mm. I, I really basically until this year when I used to just make music for fun like in my free time Mm. I was all English marketing the very little marketing that i did was like all english and i i realized that i'm like alienating an entire like an entire half of myself Mm -hmm. so now that now that i'm like live in the states and i see japan from like a like a third perspective i guess like i have so much more appreciation for japan and i i wanna do more japanese songs and get like more of a japanese audience you know that's great
2: mm-hmm. you're like yeah. taking control of that culture that that's part of you because <laughs> you're half japanese half american right
0: yeah exactly that's cool mm-hmm. hmm. would you say like rhyming japanese words is easier than <laughs> rhyming in english <laughs> Or... that's a good question. Mm. Well, so I'm my English is better than my
1: Japanese, right? So like mm-hmm. it's easier f- to for me to write lyrics in general in English, but in terms of rhyming, Japanese might be easier because of the way the sentences are structured.
0: Mhm.
1: You know, like yeah. Yaru, iku, like all the all the like verbs, I guess. mm mm-hmm. Mhm rhyme naturally and Mm -hmm. that's how the sentence ends that's That's like the end of you put the verb at the end of the sentence and they all the a lot of them rhyme so if just in terms of rhyming i think japanese might be easier what's tricky is when i'm writing a song that's like mashed up english and japanese and rhyming like an english word with a japanese
2: (laughs) word Mm. yeah that makes sense I can't yeah. even imagine like <laughs> rapping in japanese like i'm not even like fluid <laughs> it sounds so hard <laughs> i know i
1: i still have to like ask my mom
2: Aww. i'm like are these lyrics
1: correct can you make sure like there's no mistakes <laughs> that's so cute so, <laughs> she helps me write. she does she helps me uh yeah she goes over my japanese lyrics before Aww. i i record that's them that's
0: cute that's like my dad Reading my <laughs> Japanese emails before I sent them. I'm like, mm-hmm, is this is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So, do you have any upcoming projects or current projects you'd like to share with us?
1: Yeah, yesterday I released a song. Ooh. It's called Swimming Slash Drowning. Ooh! can um, we use that
0: for um, New Music Mondays?
1: <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> Feel free to use <laughs> okay. my music for anything at any time yay we did a photo shoot the other way with k, k. oh Ooh,
0: yes spatial <laughs> flow yeah. yes spatial flow
1: exactly shout out shout out to spatial flow very talented photographer i always
2: tell everybody this like i met him when we were both so wasted at a life and, and then even goes like gabby this is like i i'm like oh my god nice to meet you he's like i'm special flow like yelling at my face i'm like oh oh my god yes i follow you he's like yes i'm special flow i was like okay cool <laughs> this is oh, so i nice. think i
1: met him while drunk at a life is such a like so many people can use this sentence like so many people are like oh yeah i think i met that person really wasted at a life yeah it's right like how yeah. everyone meets <laughs> yeah. it's how everyone
2: meets like i met you in feria <laughs> through george
1: so, yeah always yeah feria and natsukashi
2: net no george george is like
1: actually the epicenter
2: actually i wanted to tell you this tina like okay so you know how i'm like so obsessed with the song lean on so tina literally you're the one that told me this so george was playing lean on um, while he was spinning and you go to me like oh my god i love this song i'm like what song is this and it got it was so like in my head i was like mm, this is so good so like i swear to god like because of you i'm so obsessed with that song so whenever i'm in tokyo people like play it for me i'm like oh yeah this is, like, when Tina was, like, telling me, like, oh, my God, I love this song. So, yeah, it was all because of you. I'm so obsessed with that song. Wow, I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah, it's K. You were wa- both wasted.
1: <laughs> of course. But, Gabby, something that you uh, you might not remember is one time we were at, I think it was Feria still back then. Mm-mm. We were at Feria and like I walked by you and you smelled so good. <laughs> I was like, "Gabby, what perfume are you wearing?" And you were like, "Oh, it's like Aqua di Gio by Armani." <laughs> And I was like, this is the most amazing smell I've ever smelled in my life. So I went to Don Quixote the next day and I bought it.
2: Oh, my God. The yeah. like, you know, told me, Eric told me about it. He's like, you need to get this, girl. I'm like, okay, why not? Really? Yeah. Yeah, but it's
1: because of you that I, I use that perfume now. I actually ran out, so I, I really? haven't used oh it. Really? Oh, my but God.
2: It smells so I, good, right?
1: It smells so good. And I used the whole bottle. That was my scent for, like, all of college freshman and sophomore year.
2: Really? No yeah, way. and it, every time i was this. like it's so good yeah. it's like a masculine smell but for girls it's not very like flowery yeah i don't or like sweet flowery. so yeah. I, don't, I don't
1: either it's more it's it, it's i guess it is a little more of a unisex scent no. but it is still for for girls oh my god that's so
2: funny oh my god i our money sponsor us just kidding <laughs> send <laughs> us all the perfumes <laughs> you can <laughs> i mean that means and be I've cool. been trying to find a perf- Like
1: another one But just nothing Like I just don't like Anything else As much as I like that, that one That one
2: right It's, it's just mm. so good And it's it's strong And it lasts That's why I like it Like you get your money Yeah started. Yeah you, it's true That's true Yeah cause I'll spray it And like Everyone will like, come to you Yeah <laughs> Oh, like two days later, even after I showered, I like can still smell it. Yes, oh my god, that's so true. It's 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 like it's fairly priced, right? That's why I like it too. Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, if eighteen year old me bought it at Don Quixote, that it's not expensive. The show? I think it was like five five thousand, like fifty bucks. Yeah, it's not that expensive.
2: Sorry, I know I keep on talking, but. What is some advice for aspiring artists that you have? You've been in this like industry for so long, I can imagine.
1: I guess the advice I would give is actually kind of a similar message to what the song is about that I released yesterday. Basically, you know, in this, with any, with any career, but I think especially in this industry, it's really hard to tell if you're on the right path or not. It's really hard to tell if you're succeeding or you're failing because there's a lot of ups and downs and one moment you can feel like everything is going your way and everything is you know going according to plan and another minute you can feel like everything is falling apart and your career is going nowhere so you know the song is swimming slash drowning because sometimes you can feel like you're drowning even though you're doing just fine and you're still swimming Mm -hmm. so Success and failure are really... They come hand in hand. So I I don't think you should get discouraged by failure. Trust your instinct. Don't be shy. Don't chicken out. Go with your gut and... You might be a lot closer than you think to to your goals, even if in the moment it really feels like you're going nowhere. You oh my know,
2: God. I have to hear that song now. That was so good. <laughs> yeah. The song
1: is not that; it does not sound that deep. It's a pretty <laughs> casual. It's, it's a pretty casual song,
2: but. Do you know those those um, those genius like YouTube videos where they explain the lyrics? You should totally go on that. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I always watch those, and I'm like, that's what you
1: are saying. Like, I did not. <laughs> It's pretty generic advice, but I I think it's especially true in this industry. Like yeah. mm-hmm. scooter scooter Braun. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's like Justin mm-hmm. Bieber's manager, uh, mm-hmm. Ariana Grande's manager. He's a big manager in the mm-hmm. in the music industry. He's he's like has some legal beef with Taylor Swift now, but that's beside the point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so you know he he famously like almost gave up on very early on in Justin Bieber's career. They they were like, no one wanted to sign him. No one wanted oh. to do anything with him. And so Scooter Braun really felt like I'm such a failure. Like mm-hmm. this is going nowhere. And then he was like really, really on the verge of going bankrupt. Like <gasps> all hope was lost. There There was like no, he just didn't see a future at all. And in that moment of like, Almost giving up in that moment of just total darkness. All of a sudden, one of his other artists released a song and it was like an instant smash hit and everything blew up from there. So,
2: wow. wow. I didn't know that. I,
1: yeah, yeah. It was not smooth sailing the whole time. Like, he really almost went bankrupt. And it's usually like success is usually just right around the corner from like a, a big failure, you know? I really mm-hmm. do think that. When you don't get that audition, when you you know didn't get that promotion, when you didn't get that job, whatever it is, like when something really bad happens, I I, I do think that usually there's something even better waiting around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the advice that I would Aww. give. So don't I'm get getting, discouraged. Like, by...
2: Oh my god. <laughs> 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 oh.
1: I'm just saying this is like advice that someone gave me, you know, mm-hmm. and like mm. it's true like you you can't you can't give up when when you're down because you never know what's right around the corner
2: mm-hmm.
0: I love that yeah, Could I use that for my own advice too like or like take it in yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. Put this
2: one part out and just like play it every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So, well, I guess you kind of just touched upon all the advice because I was gonna ask you if you have any general advice for our detox fam, but I think you kind of touched upon that.
1: Yeah. So, so. <laughs> don't get discouraged by failure and rejection. It's all part of part of life.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, now that we're nearing the end, um, would you like to share your social medias and where they can access your songs? Yeah,
1: totally. So my artist name is Shima. There's a bunch of other artists out there named Shima, so <laughs> try to find the right one. Um, <laughs> my Instagram is Shima Instagram is the pla- like social media platform I I use the most by far. I barely mm-hmm. I have a Twitter, but I barely use it, mm-hmm. partly because I have like no followers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's an <laughs> honest one.
0: <laughs> Literally us. <laughs>
1: When I tweet, I'm like, it feels like I'm talking into a void. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I do have a Twitter. That one's also, it's Shima Banana 7. Gotcha. <laughs> What's a 7 for? A Shima Banana was taken, so I added a number. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Love it. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Sorry, it's not a cool story.
2: <laughs>
0: this was so much fun.
2: this was a really fun i got to know you a lot better tina and i'm really happy because everyone that (laughs) like talks about you especially you know she's like oh my god tina i'm like oh my god i have to meet her again (laughs) (laughs) yeah thank you so much yeah no thank you
1: guys
0: for letting me talk yeah yeah thank you again for being on our podcast Please rate, comment, and subscribe to our podcast. We would love to hear your thoughts and what you would like us to talk about in our future episodes.
2: Thank you guys for listening in. And you can tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. You can hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or any other platform you use. Also, we have a YouTube channel, Let's Detox, where we post a transcribed version of the episode. Make sure to keep updated by following our social medias on
0: Instagram and Facebook at Let's Detox Official and Twitter at Detox With Us.
2: And always remember, work hard and detox harder.